Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. All right, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, 8th day of December 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Happy Thursday to you, my friend. Happy Bill Birthday to you, my friend. I know. You excited? Very. You geeked? Who are you going with? Uh, I'm going with uh, my daughter and her boyfriend and Ian. Very nice. Awesome. Little four-pack, huh? Yeah. Heading out there to enjoy some Bill Burr comedy. And uh, we'll have your last chance at some tickets to that today, of course, which is good. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I guess you went to, to Burr Kreischer, right? I was trying to think what the last stand-up yeah. show was that you saw. Yep. But that would be Burr Kreischer. Uh, big Jalen goes to the big ones. That's all he has time for. And even then, it's if they're lucky. That's so, right. Uh, you'll grace Bill Burr with your presence tonight. I imagine that you guys have uh, hooked up and you'll be going backstage hanging out a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, no. Talking Mandalorian? No. Huh? No. None of that's happening? Yeah, no, I don't have those kind of arrangements made. How come? Did you uh, try? I'm too busy. Oh, that makes sense. Sorry, too, William. Too busy to hang out William Burr. I get it. I get it. Uh, sometimes Plus he doesn't like fat people, so I don't know how, how we get along. <laughs> I'm not sure how much of his set you're going to enjoy that. How about we talk a little bit oh, about I don't mind the other? I know you don't like. I know you like, but I'm just talking about you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Of course, we also have a chance for you to get qualified for the Axes of Xmas. Now that uh, giveaway, grand prize number two, is happening tomorrow. So we'd like somebody to get qualified. We're going to play Christmas movie catastrophe coming up here in about 25 minutes to get somebody qualified for that. Hopefully, and let us know if it's a real Christmas movie or a fake one. Big J has a nerd alert for you today. That is going to happen on this program. We're going to have another comedian on this show, Big J. Our friend Steve Trevino is going to call yeah. into the show this morning, the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to yap it up with him a little bit. He has got a special on YouTube that is absolutely 100% free. You do not have to pay for it. You don't have to download it. You don't have to do anything. You just watch it. And he would like you to do exactly that. So we're going to learn a little bit more about Steve together. That's going to be pretty awesome. And, of course, we also will have additional prizes for you later on in the show as we get rocking and rolling, as it were, with Pop Culture Smackdown and Bad Impressions and all that. So it should be a very busy and fun Thursday show. That's the idea. And we'll kick things off with some Foo Fighters. Let's learn to fly here on The Morning After on The X. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The milestones continue for Bogus Basin Ski Resort. We told you a while ago they opened up on November 19th. Now, that's the earliest opening in 28 years, of course, because the weather made it possible. Plus, they have snow machines up there. Yeah. And so they widened a bunch of trails and tracks, and they made it possible for things to happen. And it's been going gangbusters. So not only has things been going well, but also they have announced they are going to open up their night skiing operation way ahead of schedule. So beginning tomorrow night you'll be able to night ski at Bogus Basin as well. That'll be the earliest in the history of Bogus Basin, so skiers and snowboarders will also be able to enjoy a couple of new runs that they're going to open up on the backside of the mountain as new lights have officially been installed on Sunbeam and Superior, if those names ring true to you. You will know exactly what I'm talking about, so you'll be able to get a little bit more access to the mountain than you ever had before, so early night skiing is opening up. Now, the other side to this is it's not exactly easy to get in because not only have they opened up early, they're also selling out of all their passes way ahead of schedule as well. They only have midweek season passes left because late night skiing passes and Nordic passes are still available for purchase too, but every other season pass has been sold out and sold out for a while. Wow. So Bogus Basin is going to, and by the way, the mountain has got more trails than ever and more access. So, I mean, that'll give you an idea as to how many people are up there and rocking and rolling. So it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be one of those things where I think it's something like, hey, man, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go up to Bogus, maybe. I mean, that's not going to be an option. You're going to have to plan in advance and figure this thing out. So if you want to do some skiing this year, 
might be smart to figure out which passes that you want to make sure you take advantage. But Bogus Basin having a pretty good 2022 so far. Not nearly as good as the 2022 Aaron Judge has had, however. He is sticking around with the New York Yankees, really not surprising anybody. Uh, after he's kind of gone on the record saying he wants to. But he bet on himself this year. He turned down a seven-year, uh, like $235 million deal before the season began and signed a nine-year, $360 million deal, according to multiple reports. He, of course, was the American League's most valuable player. He broke the record for most home runs in American League season. And he is a shroud negotiator as well. Uh, because he turned down a pretty big offer at the beginning of the year and broke the record and then ended up cashing in big deal. But here's the crazy thing, Big J. It's not the biggest contract he could have had. He turned down a uh, 10-year, $400 million contract from the San Diego Padres Damn. to stick around uh, and play for the New York Yankees. So uh, there you go. But still not the biggest contract in baseball. You know who's got the biggest contract in baseball, right, Big mm, No, who? Mike Trout. Uh, he signed a 12-year deal a couple years ago worth $426 million with the uh, Angels. And Mookie Betts also hasn't beat. He signed a 12-year, $365 million deal. Now, year-to-year... Judge is doing pretty well, but not the most amount of money anybody signed for uh, Major League Baseball, but still nothing to sneeze at. So uh, good news for Yankees fans. Aaron Judge, who, of course, is a homegrown talent, is not going anywhere. Uh, Tough news for the Buffalo Bills defense, Big J. Von Miller was placed on IR thinking he was just going to need a minor scoping of his knee and everything was going to be okay. They got in there yesterday. Turned out he does have a torn ACL. He is done for the season uh, and probably will take 12 months to recover because he's torn that ACL before. This is a la Odell Beckham. When you tear the same ACL and already surgically repaired ACL, it takes you longer to recover. So it's going to be probably a calendar year before Von Miller is back on the field, which is bad news for that Bills defense because he has been lights out. Bad news for Von Miller. All season long, for sure, for sure. Big J, uh, Charlize Theron underwent surgery herself because she sustained an injury training for a sword fighting scene, Big J. She was uh, she had to undergo so- shoulder surgery a couple weeks ago because uh, they just wrapped up the sequel to The Old Guard, the Netflix movie. They're making the sequel to it. And uh, she apparently was filming a scene where she was hanging off the side of a helicopter. And next thing you know, she, uh, she hurt herself and her shoulder very bad and had to go get surgery to get it repaired. So it uh, might be time for a stunt double for Charlize to make sure everything goes okay because she is a treasure and we need to protect her, Big J. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I do respect and, and have a lot of admiration for the people that want to make things look as real as they possibly can and be a part of as many stunts as they can. But what I don't want to do is get a bunch of people hurt in the process because that's where things start to get weird. And also, there are lots of people that have careers based in this particular field that know how to protect themselves and make sure they don't get hurt. And maybe passing the bill to them would be the way to go. Yeah, let Tom Cruise do all the stunts. Yeah, even that, I mean, it's like, you know, nobody's going to tell Tom Cruise what to do because uh, he's a certain amount of crazy, but you definitely want to make sure you're protecting your assets as well. I don't like to hit when people get hurt on movies. It's all just make-believe after all. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. For the axes of Xmas on 100.3, the X rocks. We need Caller X right now at 208-287-1003 to play a game called Christmas Movie Catastrophe. The idea here is to get you qualified for the axes of Xmas. Once you're qualified, you're in for the entire run, which is going to last this entire month. But every Friday, we draw one grand prize winner that's going to select the autographed guitar of their choice. Papa Roach was selected last week, so we have guitars from Shinedown, Ghost, Five Finger Death Punch, Aaron Jones, I Prevail. Still ready and rocking and good to go, but you need to get this question right in order to officially qualify. Big J will read you the description of a movie. That is uh, basically a Christmas movie. Could be a real one that's available for you to watch on some sort of streaming network, or it could be completely fabricated. You have to tell us if it's a real movie or a fake one. If you're right, you are qualified. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Kirsten. All right, Christy, you are up first. Big J is going to read you the description. You have to tell us if it's a real movie or a fake one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. All right, here's the title. It's Christmas Eve. A school superintendent with a knack for turning around schools meets a single father who works as the head of the school's bankrupt music department. Together, they discover their passion for music and Christmas. Is It's Christmas Eve a real movie or a fake one? 
I'm going to go with real. Is it real, Big J? That's real. It is a real movie that you can watch on the Hallmark Channel. That is absolutely correct. Well done. You are officially qualified Woo-hoo. for the Axes of Xmas. That's how it works. Congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll get some additional information from you. And if you would like to qualify yourself, we have two more possibly real, possibly fake movies to give you happening at 1130 and 430 today with Jason Drew and Adam. And we want to get as many people in that drawing as possible. So keep listening for more chances to play Christmas movies. Movie catastrophe here on the X. We are going to get a nerd alert courtesy of Big J next on the X Rocks. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's nerd alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Microsoft has officially entered into a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo consoles following its act following its acquisition of Activision Blizzard Xbox boss Phil Spencer shared the news on Twitter alongside uh, confirming Microsoft will continue to offer Call of Duty titles on Steam after the deal has closed as well now the last time a mainline Call of Duty title was on Nintendo console was 2013's Call of Duty Ghosts which made its way to the Wii U now since then Nintendo owners have been left behind when it comes to one of the best selling game franchises of all time not sure why but uh, uh, that's going to change. Uh, quote, I'm also pleased to confirm that Microsoft is committed to continuing uh, to offer Call of Duty on Steam simultaneously to Xbox after we've closed the merger with Activision Blizzard King. Now, the reason that's important is because you with Activision, or uh, I'm sorry, with uh, a- Xbox's uh, Ultimate Game Pass, you get games as well on PC. So they, they do can do a dual, you know, if you have Xbox uh, Ultimate Game Pass, Nick, uh, you know, when games are available on that uh, platform, you can get them on PC and console, so they want to make sure that it's perfectly clear that they're not going to uh, kind of try to keep uh, Steam out of the loop when it comes to having the one of the biggest franchises there is, and uh, the Steam folks said they weren't too concerned about that anyways, they get that whole thing, and uh, eventually this merger will uh get uh, officially done here in the next month or so. It's got a couple hurdles to make, and uh, Sony keeps whining about it, but it's going to happen eventually. Of course it will. Yeah. Uh, News about Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, leaked earlier this week with an apparent release date of March 15th, 2023. Now, the cover artwork showing Cal Kestis and his droid BD-01. If you were geeked out about what the game might bring about, you won't have to wait long for some footage during tonight's Game Awards. There will be gameplay featured uh, most likely along with the trailer. So, the Game Awards, uh, again, tonight airing at 5.30pm local time here on Twitch, Discord, YouTube, and pretty much every other social platform. There will be other game reveals there, I'm sure, as well. But uh, that is one you can count on, the Game Awards tonight. Did you uh, did you like did you play that? First oh yeah, game? yeah. Okay. Remember, I told you about it. Yeah. Well, I, I I did pick it up and I did not enjoy it the first time and stopped playing it. And then like it came around as a PlayStation Plus free game and I played it again and really enjoyed it. So I guess I had to be in the right mindset or something for it. But I was I did enjoy the game very much. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great game and it was a different kind of game for me. Probably why you're like, well, why would you like this? It's got puzzles and stuff to do. Uh, Rockstar Games earlier this week dropped some news on their newswire about a large update coming to GTA Online. Along with some gameplay improvements, a DLC is imminent with possible trailer for the DLC or even the actual DLC dropping in the next week or even today. Usually they reveal a bunch of stuff on Thursday. uh, You know, after we do Nerd Alert, usually is what happens. So uh, I can't control when they release their news information, Nick. That's not my fault. But uh, these experience improvements and more will arrive alongside the next GTA Online update for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC coming later in the month. Uh, Take a walk. This is what they uh, describe uh, in this release. Take a walk on the wild side of Blaine County in the first installment of Mass Multipart Update, taking you all across the expanse of Southern and San Andreas, featuring some familiar faces and new trope of entrepreneurial misfits on a mission to expand the minds of the citizens of Los Santos uh, one trip at a time. Plus, expect a fleet of new vehicles, world events, contact missions, and more. Now, dropping a DLC during December has been routine for Rockstar Games and many in the GTA community have been expecting an announcement or trailer for GTA 6 back in October. That has yet to happen. When it does, the internet will break. That's for sure. Uh, and they continue to be able to update and do things to GTA Online and, and have millions and millions of people playing that game. Let me ask you something, Big J, because this is all gibberish to me, but you play uh, GTA Online. Yeah. Uh, how much money have you spent on that game and that game alone since you started playing? Um... 
I mean, I, I think, let's see, I had to buy the game again for PlayStation 4. Right, but that was so, fairly cheap, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and I've never, I think maybe, I, I but I spent 10 bucks to buy a shark card to catch up a little bit, to get to, to, to buy a certain item that I felt that I needed. But other than that, not much. So you don't buy the DLC or the... No, generally it's free. Oh, okay, okay. But here's the thing, here's the caveat, and here's where they make the money. There's a lot of players who don't have, uh, who probably have jobs and don't have uh, pl- plenty of uh, spare time to grind out and make money to buy some of these things that you need uh, to have fun in the game and and they'll use that shark card money uh, and they'll, that's how they're making these monies on these trans transactions uh, that's why it keeps on going sure uh, and so um, that's the thing and the, the DLC is is free you don't have to pay for it but the stuff that comes in it you do eventually have to be like there will be a business venture here in this DLC that will require a certain amount of money in game. And in order to get that, you have to either work really hard to get that money, or you can cheat and buy a shark card. And you'll play for hours as opposed to buying a shark card. Other than yes, the first time yes. that you do it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you're not you're not additionally buying things for GTA Online for Me the most personally, part. Personally, no. And they also have uh, brought in this new uh, platform that a lot of traditional players hate, the GTA Plus, um, which is a subscription, and you get a bunch of free stuff here and there, but it's only for Xbox, uh, um, the, the new generation, PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series X. So you can't take advantage because you're playing yeah, on PlayStation right. 4. Got it. Uh, that your nerd alert? That's the Nerd Alert. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date on all that fun stuff. Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, things are getting out of hand, at least if you believe Walmart CEO Doug McMillan. He said yesterday that uh, shoplifting has gotten so bad in the United States and his stores that they may have to shut down some of the worst hit stores in the U.S. because of it. Jeez. Uh, apparently, the shoplifting will cost the company more than $600 million this year. And he noted that that is due to organized retail theft. So he says it's more about people actually coming in with a plan and trying to come up with a way to take out as much money as possible, as opposed to somebody that forgets that, you know, case of soda underneath their cart. Yeah, people uh, intending to do nefarious things. Exactly. Now, I don't know if that's a believable number. I don't know if that's true. All I know is that's what he said. I don't know. Listen, and the other part of it is Walmart is still a billion, multi-billion dollar profitable company. So I'm not sure that this has the impact that he says it does, but uh, it could be used as an excuse to shut down some stores. I don't know. But he says a lot more people are shoplifting. Do you believe it? Yeah. Is it because you're shoplifting, PJ? No. No, I'm not. Uh, but, you know, as prices continue to rise, as people get upset about how much things have gone up in the re- in the last couple of years for whatever reason, be it real, tangible, or profit-driven, then uh, that's going to end up happening. And it's going to happen more and more as things as people get priced out of things because the prices continue to go up and the amount of money people get paid to their job continues to stay stagnant. And so this is what happens when people start to be faced with decisions and things. But also there's certainly some nefarious details involved in that as well. We've also had stories of people stealing electric toothbrushes. People aren't doing that because they can't put food on their table. You understand? Right. There's other reasons behind that. So, it's probably a combination of all of the above. Breaking news this morning. Big J, Brittany Griner, the WNBA star who was held for months in a Russian prison on marijuana charges, was released in a one-for-one prisoner swap. Uh, The Russians get Victor Bout, the international arms dealer that Lord of War, the Nicolas Cage movie, was based on. And we get Brittany Griner. What do you think of the trade? Well, I think that, uh, I mean, God, you hate to let somebody like that go. But at the same time, I mean, Brittany Griner, she, no matter what she did, she didn't deserve to be in a Russian prison like that. No, this so, is political from the word go. Yeah, it's just the way it is. And, um, yeah, it sucks. But, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. I'm glad she's going to get out of there and get home. Agree. Uh, this is a no-win situation no matter what. I mean, when you have somebody that is even remotely famous or whatever reason that they're wrongly imprisoned in a foreign country that we're currently having political tensions with, it's going to get weird. And the only way you're going to let somebody out is by letting out somebody bad as well. And this is a no-win situation no matter what. So either you let her rot in prison for a marijuana charge or you do something that you're probably not exactly happy about, but at least you get somebody that doesn't deserve to be there back home in her home country safe and sound. So there's that. Congratulations to Kevin Bacon, Big J. He has got a top 10 song on Billboard thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy 
holiday special. And the old 97. Here it is, right? Christmas time. Yeah, they are both are on it. I mean, yeah. it's a tandem uh, duet, if you will. But uh, it is the number seven song on the holiday digital song sales, number 27 on all songs. But it is co-billed with the old 97s. But, of course, Kevin Bacon has been in the band with his brother for years and years and years. But this is the first top ten song Kevin Bacon has ever been a part of. Uh, we talked about musicals yesterday, Big Jam. I'm sure you've watched the holiday special, which James Gunn has gone on record as saying he considers it a musical. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, there's three songs in a 45 minute or a 40 minute special, so I guess that technically qualifies as a musical, technically. Yeah. But you didn't have a problem with that one, right? No, not really. Okay, maybe it's just about like the characters. You have to actually enjoy the story in order for you or to. Or the songs. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, uh, that first song is is pretty funny. Where they talk about Christmas on Earth. Yeah. 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 I mean, they have some fun with it. It's it's original and fun and cool and different. And so, uh, you can enjoy it. It of course now is streaming on Disney Plus, and the songs and soundtrack are available for you to download if you'd like to be a part of the fun. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed over to Israel, Big J, to meet a couple that wants to change all of our lives. They say we're living it wrong, you understand? Oh, okay. And they have discovered the secret to happiness and a good life. Their names are Ayayat and Dima Graninsky. And they swear by what they call the fruitarian lifestyle, Big J. Fruitarians. Yes. It's a diet and lifestyle which consists of eating only fruits, maybe, maybe some occasional nuts and seeds. So much so, but they say that they have been eating this only for the last 15 years and their vision has improved, Big J. They no longer have to brush their teeth because they have no cavities and they have no body odor despite having bathed for years. And they say that fruit, uh, fruitinarianism provides true health and an extensive perception of the things around you. Now, these are people that are in their early 20s, and they say they've each lost a ridiculous amount of weight over the last couple of years without any effort because they only eat fruit. In fact, these uh, these people have vowed to do anything non-non-natural, basically. So they won't use soap. They embrace a nudist lifestyle, Big J, so they don't wear a lot of clothes, you understand? Great. And so they eat fruit, they eat a couple of leaves a day, and they knock out some nuts here and there. And then they drink water strictly from clean streams and fountains. And they say this has been the secret to their life, their happiness, and their lifestyle has benefited them in a lot of ways. They have basically decided to live their lives the way Adam and Eve lived their life. You understand, MJ? Oh, yeah. Fully nude, avoiding snakes, of course, and enjoying fruits, vegetables, and nuts. Listen, if Eve didn't eat any of the fruit, there, there would be no worry about the snakes. Just to give you some historical reference from the Bible. <laughs> Debatable. But uh, you definitely have an opportunity to, I think they say, improve your lifestyle. Any interest in eating strictly fruits and nuts? No. Huh? No. How come? No, I don't. He's lost a bunch of weight. Great, great. Good for him. Let me tell you the thing I don't buy. I mean, I, I, I of course believe that if all you do is eat fruit, you're going to lose weight. That That is without a doubt. Right. I don't think that's disputable. Uh, what I will say is I'm not buying the fact that they don't have any cavities and that they uh, have great breath, even though they don't brush their teeth every single day. Because fruit, essentially, it's a lot of sugar in that, right? I mean, it's going to rot out your teeth eventually, isn't it? Well, I mean... I would no compare dentist, it the same as, uh, you know, the uh, the high sugar content of... Sure. It's not other, like you're chugging a 12-pack yeah. of soda every day. But what I'm saying is you're still ingesting sugar on a fairly regular basis. But also, I'm not buying the fact that fruit, if all you eat is fruit, you're no longer going to stink. Like, yeah, I don't buy that either. Yeah. Sweat is still a thing. I don't care if you're not wearing clothes. You're going to have some sort of B.O. And... Just because you're used to your own stink doesn't mean you don't stink. It's because you can't smell anything doesn't mean it's it's not em- emanating right. from your body. We've all walked into somebody's house and go, they have to smell that, right? They don't. What, I it smells in here? Uh, it, sometimes it very much does smell in here. Yes, absolutely. But I'm not talking about specifically the X studio. I mean, you know, sometimes you walk into somebody else's house and you go, this house has a distinct smell. And the person who lives here is like, you know, scent blind to it. They don't understand that that's what their smell is. This is this lifestyle. I guarantee you these people reek of B.O. and God knows what else. They don't shower. They don't bathe. They don't brush their teeth. 
they have to stink. I don't care what your diet is. You're not coming out of there smelling like a bowl full of cherries. No way. No way. But hey, listen, I'm not here to judge as long as they're happy and they say that they live a happy lifestyle. Knock yourself out. They're not hurting anybody. I don't care. And they want to, you know, obviously encourage other people to try out this particular lifestyle and see if they enjoy it and it changes their life as much as uh, theirs. And I bet you it probably would. I'm sure there would be some people that are very happy doing this. I also believe that there are equal amount, maybe even more, that would feel like this is some sort of hell on earth. And it's all up to your frame of mind. It's all up to your beliefs. It's all up to your you know, kind of impact on things and how you want to live your life, whether or not this is for you or not. I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying it's something you would try. I'm, in fact, going on the record saying not interested. But they say it could severely impact your life, your weight, your health, and the way that you attack the day. So maybe it's something that somebody would consider. Not for me, but maybe for others yeah, not out me there. either, man. If you want to learn more, they have their own website, of course, which I don't know is fruit-based or what. Morning After, they're using fruit power to put it up on the web. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, we're talking to comedian Steve Trevino. It's coming up on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it is an honor and privilege to welcome on to the show Steve Trevino. He joins us on the phone right now. Good morning, Steve. How are you, man? I'm doing great, but I want to know, is Big J Big J because he's actually big? (laughs) <laughs> or it's because he's really small. No, it's not the small. I it's because because <laughs> I'm I'm a fat guy, but my name starts well, with a J. So which kind of I just came up with the name uh, in about a three minute period before I got on the microphone for the first time twenty years ago. They're like, hey, you need a call sign. You're like, all right, oh, I'm Big J. Let's do this. That's exactly it. You got the origin <laughs> yeah. story down. Wait, yeah. Go. Well, well, I mean, the fact that you're still on the radio all these years later, say good things, man. You haven't lost the toe. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I haven't. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, man. Congratulations on the brand new stand-up special. It is called I Speak Wife. It is available for you to check out for free on YouTube. And that is an interesting business model, man. Talk me through that. Why did you decide to do the comedy special free and on YouTube for everybody to check it out free of charge? Because I am a working class man that grew up with working class people. And I wanted to make sure that people have access to my stand-up comedy without having to pay for it. Real simple. It's pretty awesome, man. It's really awesome, actually. And I mean, it's paid dividends because the, the, the the special's got ridiculous amount of views. It's incredibly funny. You focus a lot on your family life and your wife in this particular special, and that appears to be something that is incredibly important to you, but in a humorous way as well, right? Well, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, my whole life, I am a family man. I'm a proud family man. I love my wife. I love my kids. And that is what I do every day, all the time. And I go to work. So when you're a comedian, you you need things to talk about. I don't have anything else to talk about but them. (laughs) (laughs) At what point, though, does, uh, especially with the special I Speak Wife, does your wife start to realize how much and how important uh, her part in your stand-up is she? Well, first of all, I tell her all the time. I go, when she's nice to me for a long time, I'm like, honey, this is not good for business. (laughs) Like, like you, you, you being an amazing wife is not funny. I, I need you to go back to being you, do crummy things to me, so that I can go report to the people like it's a TED Talk and a cry for help. Dude, we were, we were literally in the middle of an argument the other day, and we both just broke out laughing. Because we knew it was going on stage. <laughs> and by the way, I tell people all the time, we, we fight over the dumbest things sometimes. And and all I wanted was two cabanas for the, this summer vacation that we were doing with some other friends. And I go, book two cabanas. She goes, why do we need two cabanas? I go, because I'm asking. She goes, I don't want to pay for two cabanas. I go, well, we're not paying for one. Somebody else is paying for the other one, but we need to get them together. Well, how many people are going to be in the cabana? One <laughs> cabana holds 10 people, and I just lost it. I go, because I'm asking you to. That's why. And then that leads to, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And then now we're fighting over cabanas. Oh, man. It's uh, it's so relatable, especially for those of us who've been married for a period of time. And uh, because there is a language, there is a nuanced language when you've been married for, uh, you know, over a period of many years. Uh, I mean, I've been married for 10 years. And so I feel like I speak wife to a certain degree, but it took me a while to figure that out. How long did it take you? Years. And I'm still learning, buddy. I, I, I know that if she asked me a question, that it is up to me to pick the right answer. 
Yeah. You know, and I, and I tell her all the time, I go, I go, like, for example, if she says, are you going to pick up the kids today or shall I, I should not answer, you shall. <laughs> right. That means that I'm picking up the kids. <laughs> and I tell her, I go, just be direct. And what makes me laugh <laughs> is she goes, well, I don't want to seem bossy. And I'm like, bitch, you are bossy. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those questions are more suggestions or more orders that we're, they're given out. Uh, and it's like you rather be passive aggressive than straightforward. I don't get it. Steve Trevino joins us. He is fantastic. He's got a brand new special. It is called I Speak Wife. It's available on YouTube. We've talked a lot about Renee, your wife. Uh, she plays a big part in your act. But the one thing that I love about what you guys do is she's also a big part of things behind the scenes as well. You mentioned about how she's there for material, but you guys host a podcast together. You don't. You're you're very much in business together. This very much is a team effort in a lot of ways, right? No, we're definitely a team. I mean, she is the director and producer of my specials. Uh, we do the podcast together. She um, helps run the social media. You know, we are a we're a husband and wife team, and and we love kind of presenting it that way. And and I, and I think that that's what makes the brand really cool. Is that you know, even though I make fun of my wife in my stand up, everybody knows that that I love her and that we have a perfectly imperfect marriage. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. it's it's great. It's a fantastic part of your stuff. And I mean, also, I, I don't know if it helps or if it hinders Steve, but the other part of this is, dude, you're a road dog. You are on the road. Yeah. all the time and you have been for years and I know that's certainly good for business and good for the brand but I mean uh, it, it, do you get some downtime are you able to relax a little bit from time to time too not really man I, I, I I'm one of those people that if I'm not working I get anxiety yeah. so I, I I love to work I love to make people laugh I love being on stage and you know uh, obviously my wife is, has made me slow that down so all the major holidays we take off and then now she makes me take two weeks to go on vacation and be her cabana boy. Because uh, I tell people all the time, like, I'm never on vacation. My wife is on vacation. I'm at the vacation to carry chairs and sand toys and children. <laughs> ah, it all sounds so familiar, Steve. You know, and, and talking about Road Dog in here, we need to get you into uh, to Boise at some point and uh, throw that on there because uh, we, we love uh, having comedians in this town, man. Well, and it's cra- I get hit up so much from Boise, and, and, and believe me, we are really trying to get out there and, and make sure that we touch and feel and see everybody because man I feel like the luckiest man in the world to do this for a living and that's why I give it up to the teachers and the nurses and the first responders and our police officers and our truck drivers because man those are the guys that, that and ladies that work hard and, and those are the ones that need to be applauded. Yeah man I was going to say I commend you for uh, for the fact that you do bring attention to those at, at your specials and in your stand up as well I mean that's that's a big part of what you do and it's clear that that means a lot to you to have that connection with that, that particular part of your audience for sure. Well I, I mean I'm a small town boy boy that grew up with very hardworking parents, you know, and, and I always want to pay homage to my, my parents. You do a good job yep. of it, sir, and your family as well. Again, the special is called I Speak Wife. It is available on YouTube. Steve, we always recommend that people uh, follow you on socials as well. If they want to check out and get more information from you in that angle, what's the best place to find you? SteveTrevino.com. You'll find it all, and you'll see a blue check mark by all my name. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Go check them out. Check out the special. It's absolutely free on YouTube right now. It's good catching up with you, sir. Thank you for clearing some time for us, man. We appreciate it, Steve. Thanks, guys. After with Nick and Big J. Could this be the end for TikTok in the United States, Big J? Get it while the getting's good, because today is the day that both the entire state of Texas and the entire state of Maryland will ban any government employee having TikTok on any kind of personal or professional device. Of course, TikTok has been a long-standing target of the government. It has been for the last couple of years. There's been lots of concerns whether or not the developers of the Chinese uh, owners that could develop the app are harvesting information and using our data against its users and uh, the country. Meanwhile, the state of Indiana is actually suing the company called ByteDance for allegedly misleading its users about the Chinese government's capacity to access their data and specifically child safety concerns. The White House is still in talks with TikTok's owners over an agreement to address national security issues related to the use of data collected from its users. This has been an ongoing battle between the White House for the last, I mean, hell, dating back to the last administration. So it's an ongoing, it's crossed both aisles. Nobody in the government seems to like TikTok, but there is 138 million active users in the United States of America that are on TikTok that would be probably pretty happy if you pulled the plug. 
Now, a ban on the app in the U.S. still is considered possible, but not likely as of just yet. But they do think that if you do work for some sort of government, local, or, or, or national, or state, or whatever, that they may actually pull the plug on that for you. So that's an interesting kind of a thing. But one of the biggest concerns is the age restrictions on TikTok and some of the things that kids are seeing and all that kind of stuff that crosses a lot of stuff. And so that's one of their biggest things on top of data breach. I don't use TikTok, but you do. Would you be upset if it went away? I mean, I mean, the same content is essentially available on every other platform. I do see a lot of TikTok content on Instagram. We've so talked about this. you're not going to miss out on content, but I would be concerned. I know people who uh, who work in that arena and it would lose their jobs. Sure. Also, I understand the concern of being based on a, on a, uh, on a country who's you know has a wall and won't let a whole bunch of information come the other way. So, I mean, I, I can kind of understand why it's a concern for national security. Sure. Uh, so I don't think it's going to happen where it's going to disappear. There may be much more regulation involved in it. But I also, again, wouldn't be surprised if you work for police, fire, state government, local government, national government, that they say, yeah. hey, this is not something that you can do. So don't be shocked. Because you're giving access to your phone and everything in it. The yes. microphone, the camera. And all I mean, it. you know, talented hacker people can do all kinds of crazy things with it. Aaron Judge is sticking around with the New York Yankees. He signed a pretty big contract, nine years, $360 million for the defending AL Most Valuable Player. Uh, That looks big. It's not the biggest contract in baseball. There's a couple people still ahead of him, but he did increase his salary by about $120 million in two years by deciding not to sign an extension at the beginning of the season. So smart play, and I'm sure Yankee fans are very, very happy. He did turn down a larger contract from both the uh, San Diego Padres and apparently his hometown. Uh, he grew up being a Giants fan. That had to be hard, man. When the team you grow up cheering for offers you a ridiculous amount of money and you want, you know what I mean? I mean, I, 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 I give him credit. I do appreciate when when guys stick with teams that drafted them and gave up a lot of gave capital. Gave a chance. Yes. But, I mean, it would be hard, I would think, like, if, you know, if you love football and you grow up, let's say, a 49ers fan, Big J, and the Buccaneers draft you, it's across the country, but they put in a bunch of money into you and you are okay and happy there, but your hometown team, the team you grew up with your parents watching, offered you a ton of money, how hard that would be to say, I want to turn my team around or I want to be a part of that team or whatever. But to his credit, he stuck with the team that drafted him, so well done to Aaron Judge. Brittany Grind is headed back to the United States. They released a uh, international arms dealer, Victor Bout, in exchange for her. She is on a plane now, currently headed back to the United States. That's the deal, but it's nice to see her out of prison for sure. Von Miller done for the year for the Buffalo Bills. He was getting his knee scoped yesterday thinking it was just going to be a standard procedure. Once they got in there, they realized that his ACL was torn, even though it didn't show up in any imaging, which is somewhat concerning. You know what I mean? That they had all these pictures and imaging of the ACL, but it didn't show the tear until they went in there and looked. And it's uh, so Von Miller's going to be done for the next year. Yeah, just think, man, if he'd gone back out there and played. I mean, oof. Well, I mean, again, and this is the other part of it. Like, I mean, we got to get rid of turf in the NFL, man. I mean, that's just, these are these are season-ending ACL. The same thing happened in the Super Bowl with Odell Beckham. The thing happened, he was playing in Detroit. Rashawn Gary for the Packers tore his ACL on that same turf the week before. I mean, there's a real issue with, not necessarily, I mean, the NFL always comes out and says, hey, the amount of injuries are the same, and they're right, they are, but the catastrophic season-ending injuries to ACLs and MCLs are way higher on turf than they are on natural grass. The injuries that may happen number-wise the same, but the significant surgery-needing injuries happen much more often on turf than grass, and it's just not good for everybody. And it sucks because they're taking out superstars, and that's not good yeah, for the wait, league. Let's put that turf in my yard. Uh, that's, listen, that's exactly where it belongs. Where I don't yeah. have to do any yard work, I'll take it. Let's keep it off of our sports fields. Please. Sorry, everybody involved with the uh, with your landscaping companies. Interesting things happening in the DC universe, Big J. I, I refuse to believe all of this kind of stuff because James Gunn's a fairly 
open guy, and he hasn't said anything to this point, but news broke yesterday that uh, they are not doing Patty Jenkins' version of Wonder Woman 3. That apparently she pitched something to both James Gunn and Peter Safran, the new guys in charge of DC, and they said, yeah, Wonder Woman 1984 was really bad and not the direction we want to go, so we're not interested in making Wonder Woman 3. Uh, And then there were a bunch of other reports that came out yesterday that not only that's happening, but apparently they don't want Henry Cavill anymore, so Man of Steel 2 has been shelved. They're not going to make Black Adam 2. That, uh, ad- that um, you know, Jason Momoa is done with Aquaman after Aquaman 2, and then he may sign on to be Lobo, but that's done as well. That they've cut Henry Cavill out of the Flash movie and all this kind of stuff, so they are apparently taking this in a completely different direction. Now, again, I don't believe all of it. I definitely believe they don't want to make Wonder Woman 3, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. Well, they don't want to make Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman That's exactly what I'm saying. And especially when you consider that just before this, like the day before, Gal Gadot had talked about how grateful she was about doing uh, Wonder Woman and then the next chapter of that and that's not a coincidence. No. Like that. So so there's going to be Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot is going to be Wonder Woman, I think, going forward. And same with Henry Cavill and and, and, and so on forth. It, but but they're not going to reveal their plans. And anything other than that is just speculation. Right. Uh, and that's what I mean. Like, I mean, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of things being canned in this report. But the other part of it is. Like, you know, for anybody that's seen Black Adam, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but, you know, while the movie was made before James Gunn was announced as the CEO of the new DCEU, but it did come out after it was announced. There's a lot of James Gunn references and stuff in this movie. I don't think that he was completely uninvolved in this movie at all. I think that he had some sort of hand in it because there are characters from James Gunn's universe that make their way into this Black Adam movie. So he knew about Henry Cavill. He knew about the Black Adam stuff all before it was all Well, we can talk about now the the post-credit scene, right? I mean, it's it's available. So, you know, Man of Steel makes an appearance there. Henry Cavill... That wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a plan for him going forward. Yeah, I think, There would be no point. I think you're right. I don't think James Gunn and Peter Safran were in the dark about this kind of stuff. But it is very... I mean, it's clear that he has plans. He's already announced a Blue Beetle movie. He's already announced... Ooh, you know, the Blue Beetle. They, they, I mean, I know you don't care, but you'll enjoy it. I promise you. If yeah, you like I'm just s- saying that there's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of in the woods. Yes. There's, Deep in well, the woods. Yeah, that's James Gunn, though. I mean, he likes those strange and interesting... I mean, who knew who Peacemaker was until he came around, you know? Right. So, I mean... And we love Peacemaker. I mean, right. that's great. That whole series was awesome. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. I'm not necessarily believing he's abandoning everything that was set up before, certainly from a casting standpoint. I believe that he may have a different vision as to where these characters go, but I think, you know, again, he has, he has put in, you know, Flash and Aquaman in Peacemaker. These are all things that he's he's really embraced the current casting of the DCU and his stuff. I don't think he wants yeah. to throw it all out the window. I just don't. <laughs> By the way, all that is hilarious at the end of Peacemaker. Yeah, it's great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Fishman. Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we got our last pair of tickets to Bill Burr tonight out at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, so you need to come pick these up by 4 o'clock today after you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. These tickets will be yours. It'll be a great time tonight. If you want to go, it's your last chance to grab them. 208-287-1003. Right now is the time to call to see if you've got the goods to take on and defeat Big J. And then go laugh and chuckle it up, maybe with Big J. What do you think? Yeah. Will you be we be sitting among the good people? You already yes. said you're not going backstage. So yeah, no, no, I, I I don't have those kind of connections. Let's go to the phones. Sorry. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Chloe. All right, Chloe, you are up first. Chloe, what Marvel character has Scarlett Johansson played in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, Black Widow. That is correct. Right. Big J, Ben Stiller is mostly known for comedies, but he made his film debut in what war drama? I've got multiple choices for you. Oh, thank you. Empire of the Sun, Platoon, or Born on the Fourth of July? I think Platoon's too early. I'm going to go Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun is right. Correct. Do you remember who starred in Empire of the Sun? No. Little Christian Bale. Little teeny tiny Christian Bale. Uh, Scarlett Johansson made her film debut at age nine, Chloe, playing the daughter of what now deceased actor? John Ritter, John Candy, or Dudley Moore? 
Um, Dudley Moore. That is correct. Right. Big J, what was Miley Cyrus's character's last name on Hannah Montana? Um, I'll give you a choice. Cyrus. Oh, no, Cyrus. Oh, you don't even want the choices? You're going with Cyrus? Montana? Uh, what was Miley's character's last name on Hannah Montana? Now, yeah, when, Mont- she tra- no, when she transforms into Hannah Montana, that's a different character altogether. Oh. The actual pre-character to Hannah Montana. Lambert, Stewart, or Billings? Billings? No. Wrong. Billings, Montana. No, I know. I, I understand the connection your brain was making, but no. The answer is Stewart. Right. She was Stewart. Her last name was Stewart. Congratulations, Chloe. What You're going to go check ball. out Bill, Mur- t- Bill Burr tonight. Hang on one second. We'll get you some information to hook you up with those tickets to enjoy that show at the Idaho Center Arena. There's your pop culture smackdown. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll do some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Collect it all. Bad plan. And here, kitty kitty. Bad plan. A Florida man shoplifted from Walmart while surrounded by roughly 40 police officers during a community shopping event intended to give children from low-income neighborhoods an opportunity to shop with a cop, Big J. I thought this is proof of our previous uh, important stuff story about shoplifting at Walmart. Not quite, although the uh, the dude didn't try to steal anything super expensive. The man was promptly picked up by police for trying to steal right under their noses. And the photo of the nearly 40-year-old uh, had been circulating the internet. One social media user responded, the huge fail, saying the law enforcement vehicles in the parking lot probably should have given this guy a clue that this was a bad time to steal from whatever store he was planning on. Or a great time. There would be no way they'd be looking out for that to happen uh, while they're there. Unfortunately, that is wrong, because apparently they were, and they got him, and it just wasn't, it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Just a reminder. Collect it all or here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Last week, the TSA employees discovered a cat in a checked luggage at a New York airport. And now, this week, airport officials reported a dog was accidentally scanned through an x-ray machine during a routine bag scan at an airport in Wisconsin. Now, TSA spokespeople are now reiterating that, listen, what happens is when you leave your suitcases out on your bed, sometimes our small animal friends want to jump inside because you know they like constricted spaces sometimes other times there's stuff in there that smells like you and they want to be near or close to you and so they'll jump in suitcases without you noticing so maybe doing a check of your house to make sure all animals are accounted for before you actually leave your house if they could fit into a suitcase might be the smart place so that they don't get stuck in there because terrible things can happen when animals are in suitcases and you don't yeah yeah and here is an example of that my family especially in the house Whenever someone puts clothes in the dryer, okay, a search party is sent out to make sure all cats are accounted for. I mean, it doesn't matter if you just look in the dryer and see if there's a cat in there. They want to make sure they're uh, accounted for before turning on the dryer. Well, I mean, why? Do you leave the dryer door open? No. I mean, yeah, while well, you're putting clothes in it. Oh, I see. So they can just... But, they, you know, they we got a it. couple of cats, the younger ones, that just like to, to get into stuff. But I'm like, come on. Well, listen, that's a horror movie if that happens. Though. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's every time and every time I'm like she's in the she's in the dryer. Look. Oh, you you play along like she's actually yeah. in there. Okay. Uh, that may actually hinder more than it does help actually. In case you're curious. I don't care. That may add to their anxiety about it. Uh, by the way, if you have any doubts on how to do it, the federal agency has also posted an instructional video on how to responsibly travel with a pet after the back-to-back mishap, so it's online now. We'll wrap it up with Collect It All, Big J. I know you're a big fan of this stuff, but uh, 60 vials of valuable bull sperm were stolen from a farm in western Germany, and now police are looking for help tracking down this mother load. The samples were collected for artificial well, insemination like load to me. purposes and need to be stored in extremely cold temperatures to remain viable. Now, this sounds goofy to a lot of people. Why would somebody want to steal this? But for those of you that are unaware, the breeding of bulls, specifically kind of bulls are very 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 lucrative oh yeah and so you know what happens is you know bulls get stolen all the time bull sperm gets stolen all the time but if they don't keep it at the right temperature 
it's not good enough to be used, and what they end up doing is just ruining the entire batch. By the way, it does have to keep at around negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit to ensure that uh, these guys can bring new life into another bull. So it's they're trying to figure it out. They know it has to have like special storage facilities for it, but apparently this is like a whole thing that goes on. There's a whole like you know black market for bull sperm, which is very very interesting. But we've had this conversation before about cattle here in the United States. Same thing, cattle, horses, all that kind of stuff, man. The breeding of like high quality animals is big business. Yeah, I'm sure that's a, a huge plot line in the Yellowstone TV show. I don't know. I don't know. I stopped watching after the first episode. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff that is headlines. Coming up in a few minutes, hey, we got your first chance to get qualified this morning for a little thing called Metallica in Seattle. It's a pretty big deal. Your first code word of the day is on the way. That's STP. That's Wicked Garden here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Big J, it can't be easy for dudes that just shove ridiculous amounts of food down their throat for a living, right? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, aside from the digestive issues and probably health concerns you have, I mean, staying relevant and trying to make a living uh, as your that is your profession has to be pretty weird. And uh, Joey Chestnut, of course, who is the champion amongst champions, uh, recently had a loss. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, to make up for it, he uh, was uh, the halftime uh, entertainment for the recent Cavaliers Lakers game, Nick. For real? Yes. And uh, that would, uh, you know, aside from the Cavaliers beating the Lakers, uh, he was out there uh, shoving pierogies down his gullet. Oh. And uh, <laughs> he stood on court. He devoured 47 pierogies oh against a bunch of uh, nobodies from the crowd, I think, uh, who combined total altogether 33. Jeez, listen, I don't know if anybody knows or if a lot of people have a lot of experienced pierogies, but they're they're essentially like this potato pasta. They're so dense and heavy. Like, I can't imagine having more than three. And we're talking about eating 47 of them? Yeah, 47 pierogies. Oh, my God. Uh, So he probably wanted to get it back out there uh, after uh, getting his ass handed to him. A couple days earlier, he lost in a shrimp cocktail competition, Nick, but... The winner of this particular shrimp cocktail took down, well, let's put it this way, he beat Joey Chestnut by seven pounds. That's so much shrimp and a sauce. A human being ate seven pounds of shrimp with cocktail sauce. Oh, God. And that's like, I mean, you have to, you're probably like drinking the cocktail sauce, oh, you know? Oh, no, no, no. You, you oh. should, the video, as like their hands are all red. Oh, I'm covering. sure it's like a murder oh, scene. Man. Yeah, it has to look like that. But I mean, like the other part of it is like, there's also got to be a certain amount of like self-reflection involved in this because, you know, you're just... Joey Chestnut, you've been the best in this business in the eating competitions for what, years, right? Like, it was him yeah. and then Kobayashi before him, but it's been Joey Chestnut for a long time. Yeah, there's a lady in there, too. Right, but who does the female side yeah. of things, absolutely, but the side note to this is, even at the peak, which is what Joey Chestnut is, you're a freaking sideshow, man. They book you for a halftime show. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. You're a freak to people. And that can't feel good either. Like, I mean, he's eating or he's in therapy. That's all he's doing with his life. Yeah. Guaranteed. It's uh, it's a sad state of affairs, it's man. It's very depressing. Very depressing that you have to, like, just show up at a halftime show and do what you do for essentially a living. I don't know, man. I it, don't know. It would make for a great movie. Or a really sad. Well, it's I like know, the wrestler. Sad, yes, exactly. Exa- <laughs> it's exactly like wrestling which for years is a sideshow and just you know the gruelingness of going on the tour yeah. and being on the road and oh. the humiliating things that you have to do in order to generate people to come to your sideshow event right. i mean it's got to be and the rough. damage you're doing to your body i mean i, I yeah. like there's no way he's happy at, at night there's no yeah. way he's getting i mean oh god uh listen i'm depressed man. just thinking about it <laughs> I am too. I am too. I don't like anything about this, but uh, it all seems really, really gross and sad. But hey, you know what? Think about that next time you punch it at your job, all right? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. They're next on the X-Rocks. With Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. We got tickets for you VIP style to lounge at the end of the universe. Always something going on at the lounge. We'll find out more about that uh, happening over the weekend here tomorrow. But you can check out loungeboise.com for the events and other ticket information right there at your fingertips. Nick, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. All Ooh, three. Okay. 
Big J says it's going to be a hard one for you, so you're going to have to earn these tickets today. But if you'd like to play, now's the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 for these tickets that you can use at your leisure. Now, the way it works is Big J's got three clues about somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, these tickets become yours, and hopefully that makes you somewhat happy. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. What's up, ma'am? What's your name? Uh, Name's Robert. All right, Robert. You're up first, man. Good luck. I've been nominated for Best Actress four times for movies like Joy, American Hustle, Silver Linings Playbook, and Winter's Bone. Ooh, next clue. I got into the comic book movie world as Mystique in the X-Men universe. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, Yay, right. Good job, man. You have got those tickets VIP style to lounge at the end of the universe. Only took you two, too. It was well done. What was clue three just for fun? I played heroine Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Games franchise. And why is Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence in the news? Nick, I don't know why any celebrities at any point want to do any press of any kind. Well, it'd be uh, smart to know what you're talking about before you do it. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. I, have you read the entire article that we're talking about? Not the entire article. Because I haven't either. And a lot of times what happens when these things happen is that, the you know, excerpts and things are taken and tried to get as many views and eyes on uh, it as possible. And, and what happened was that she did an interview with Variety and uh, they were talking about some some past of her, her work and in particular uh, as Katniss in The Hunger Games and she had uh, mentioned a comment about being the, being the first female-led action movie, which of course that is absolutely not even close to correct and uh, Twitter and the rest of the social media world reminded her and let her know about that. Um, uh, so uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, who knows what the context of that was. She also yeah. had mentioned in there that, um, you know, they wanted her to lose a bunch of weight to play that part and she was like, no, I'm going to be do this what, the way I am and the, the way I am because that's a, a bad she, she, you know, I mean, those kind of image things are important uh, to people and, you know, there's already enough pressure on people in Hollywood to be and look a certain way anyways. Yeah, I know, and, and I want to, for the record, say that I'm a pretty big Jennifer Lawrence fan, and it, it takes a lot for her to stand up in that time because she wasn't Jennifer Lawrence then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she had been nominated for Winter's Bone, sure, but she wasn't the, you know, big-name actress that she was when she got Hunger Games. And what she may have been referring to was, you know, yes, there was Sigourney Weaver in Alien, and yes, there was, you know, uh, Kate Beckinsale in Underworld, but, you know, when, when Hunger Games came out, you knew this was going to be a big money franchise. Like, you knew they were making a four-movie commitment to an actress being the lead in a movie, and that wasn't the case. Alien wasn't set up to be a franchise. It just happened to be a hit that they decided to tack on to. Same thing with Underworld. That was supposed to be one and done that made a bunch of money that they decided to make sequels to. But with this, this is going to be a tentpole franchise, and nobody had gone in to that particular route before. Well, yes, there had certainly been women action stars before. This is the first time they're going, hey, we're going to invest a bunch of money on this woman-led franchise, so it's still a big deal. So here is the deal. She was interviewing, actually, for Variety, uh, Viola Davis, about the Woman King in particular. And she said, I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. Because we were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead. Right there, she it's not, you know, they just take that one clip of her saying uh, and stopping the whole thing about uh, nobody put a woman in a lead of an action movie. That's right, it. Right. That's the quote. And uh, that, that, to me, is the problem with social media in a lot of regard. Like, when I see stuff now, we talked earlier about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the, the DC Universe and stuff like that. I really don't give any credence to the, hear, the things I hear right away is because I'm sure, and this is not just the case with entertainment, but also news in general, everything is completely taken out of context and you don't know the full scope of what is being said until you read the actual material for what you can yeah absolutely i mean uh, that but you know we are a headline reading society man nobody has got the attention span to do any of this stuff which is why we're all mis- <laughs> misinformed it's why it's an awful place right now because people want to jump to all kinds of conclusions right. that fits their own narratives and those sort of things and they just move on but also we, we we love scoring points by dunking on somebody too that's the other side to this coin is we love dunking on people and uh and the cred and the likes that it gets when it comes along with that so maybe the second we stop giving each other clout for being a-holes it'll be a little bit of a better world but we aren't there just yet morning after with nick and big j uh we are going to wrap up this show here next on the x rocks 
That is Beartooth Riptide wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on a Thursday. Got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Got somebody qualified for the Axes of Xmas. We told you about a Fruitopia-esque lifestyle, Big J, that involves not a lot of clothing and definitely not a lot of bathing. Did not seem appealing to us, but maybe it could be to you. And we also educated you on the horrors of being a competitive eater. Pretty busy show today, Big J, I would yeah. have to say. You are headed to Bill Burr tonight. You have yourself a good time. It also leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, today is National Christmas Tree Day, so if you don't have your tree up uh, by today, you're a terrible person. Is that the way it works? I guess. Or is today the day you should put your Christmas tree up because it's National Christmas Tree I day? mean, I, I think today would be an appropriate time as opposed to trying to do it on Thanksgiving the day after. But uh, Yeah, or even earlier than that. Who knows? But uh, I uh, I had to, re- I think I told you I had to retrim my tree. I had to do that yesterday because the lights went out. My uh, my new lights came and I was able to retrim my tree so it's back up and functioning yesterday officially. So nice. just in time for a date that once again I didn't know existed, Christmas tree day. Look but, at you. Uh, I was apparently ahead of the curve, which Trending. is all that matters. Trending. Is that what it is? I was ahead of the curve yep. trending? No, that's always nice. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew is swinging in here next. You guys have a good one at CX Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.